Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information about our ministries, head to calvarystgeorges.org. So, I know that there were more than a few of you here who heard the term Paschal Mystery during this morning's collect and thought, wait, what? (laughs) What the heck is that? The Paschal Mystery means that Jesus rose from the dead, and it is good news for you and in your life. The Paschal Mystery is the good news of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ that the apostles in our reading in Acts this morning were proclaiming in the temple. And it is the good news that I have heard preached here at Calvary St. George's Sunday after Sunday. When I first stumbled into Calvary Church, it was because Jesus had come to me in my locked room of fear and hurt and shame, and with his wounded hands embraced me and said, peace be with you. It was in the midst of fear and pain that I discovered that that is exactly where Jesus meets us, saying, peace be with you. In our gospel reading today, the disciples are hiding in a locked room, absolutely terrified. They have denied, betrayed, and abandoned Jesus. Everything has fallen apart. They have no idea what to do next. I picture them sitting around trying to pass the blame onto one another. They are locked in their fear and guilt and shame deeply hurting. And it is precisely as they are that Jesus comes to them. Not with words of condemnation, but he says to them, peace be with you. In Jesus Christ, God comes to frightened people, locked in rooms of pain and guilt and shame, and with his outstretched wounded hands says, Peace be with you. In the words of Reverend Nadia Boltzweber, God takes you as you are, in the midst of your fears, in whatever room you or someone else has locked you inside, in whatever ways you have betrayed yourself or others or God. You, as you are, and not some fictional, made-up, future version of yourself who has finally managed to be a better person. You, as you are. Life is too long to spend even one more minute locked inside rooms of fear and blame and shame. Not when forgiveness is real and Jesus is breathing peace on us and saying, be free. It is finished. And this is my first point. You are loved and forgiven, not because you have pulled it together or groveled to God or are in good standing with the church or have figured out every correct doctrine. You are loved and forgiven because of the wounds of the resurrected Christ. 
Last Sunday, Camel and the choir performed the Easter hymn from the opera Cavallera Rusticana. In the opera, the song is sung by a woman named Santuza, who has been ostracized in her village and excommunicated from the church for having a frowned upon relationship with a man who rebounded with her after his fiance left him. As the church leads their Easter procession through the town, Santuza watches from the sidelines. But as the music soars, despite being locked out of her community, being locked in a room of shame and pain, it is the reality of the resurrection that gives her the conviction to step out from the shadows and sing, let us rejoice that our Lord is not dead and in glory has opened the tomb. Let us rejoice that our Lord is living, is risen again and today has gone up into the glory of heaven. That is the kind of hope that the resurrection brings. To humans in their hurt and struggle and pain and sin, God in Jesus Christ says, peace be with you and breathes forgiveness onto you. Even though Thomas doubted, even though you doubt, the resurrection is real and for you. The takeaway from the interaction between Jesus and Thomas in our gospel reading today is not that Thomas touched or put his hands in Jesus' side. The point here is that it is the wounds of Jesus that healed Thomas's doubt. It is the wounds of Jesus that take Thomas from, I won't believe until God does what I want, to dropping to his knees proclaiming, my Lord and my God. Jesus doesn't come to our doubt with anger. He says, peace be with you. And this is my second point. To the doubting sinner, God's word in Jesus Christ is peace be with you. Peace be with you. I see your pain. My wounds are real. They are for you. And it is in belief in those wounds that you begin to hear God say to you from a pulpit, and in bread that is his body and wine that is his blood, peace be with you. And it is that kind of love and forgiveness that takes terrified people locked in rooms of fear and guilt and shame and makes them bold and confident, as we see with the disciples in our readings today. It is after the resurrected Jesus comes to them locked in their fear and breathes peace and forgiveness on them exactly as they are, that they boldly begin proclaiming this word of forgiveness in public. It is a massive change in the disciples from our gospel reading to the events we read about in Acts. They go from being terrified of punishment to openly defying the authorities to preach this message of forgiveness. This message that sin and death have been defeated. This week, Nancy shared an incredible poem with me by John Updike about the resurrection, the Paschal mystery, 
that I want to share a bit of with all of you. Make no mistake, if he rose at all, it was as his body. If the cell's disillusion did not reverse, the molecules re-knit, the amino acids rekindle, the church will fall. It was not as the flowers, each soft spring recurrent. It was not as his spirit in the mouths and fuddled eyes of the 11 apostles. It was as his flesh, ours. The same hinged thumbs and toes, the same valved heart that pierced, died, withered, paused, and then regathered out of enduring might new strength to enclose. Let us not mock God with a metaphor, analogy, sidestepping, transcendence, making of the event a parable, a sign painted in the faded credulity of earlier ages. Let us walk through the door. Let us walk through the door. Belief in the wounds of the resurrected Christ say, make no mistake, evil does not have the final word over God's good creation. God will not allow it. Sin does not have the final word over you. And God's final word over you is not death. It's forgiveness. Jesus Christ has defeated death. And this is my third point. God is love is an abstraction without the cross. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is not a metaphor. It is tangible. The wounds are real. There is blood on the floor. This is not an abstraction. This is the love of God that overpowers death. And through death, has defeated death. Has used the only power evil has, death, to overcome it. And the cursed tree, the cross, has become the tree of life with Jesus Christ, the first fruits of the new creation for you to eat from. His broken body is given for you, ushering you into the first day of the new creation in which you rest at the feast God has prepared for you. The lamb slain from the foundation of the world incarnate in Jesus is given for you. And his wounds are tangible and they come with the promise, peace be with you, that casts out our fears. In the words of the song we will sing together at communion today, see his body, his blood, know that he has overcome every trial we will face, none too lost to be saved, none too broken or ashamed, all are welcome in this place. Locked in your rooms of fear and guilt and shame, Jesus says to you, peace be with you. So come, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. 
produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of our parish, we would really appreciate it. You can make a one-time or recurring gift by going to calvarystgeorges.org slash give. Thank you for your support.